couple of them are real people. Yeah. <laughs> and and they're not high up, are they? They're just like kind of like kind of next just, to you. They're just hanging by their feet <laughs> and you walk past and they just go, <laughs> <laughs> honest to God, it was horrible. Yeah. Hello. I could eat about a million and a half of these. Well, nobody's perfect. Welcome to the It's a Drama podcast. Mother, thanks you. If you can't say something nice. All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Hello, and welcome to It's a Drama Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Brian. And today we've got a bouncing along show for you. A wobbling, bouncing show. Yes. We're going to be bouncing our way through this one, I tell you. You're going to love this. Um, We have got, for you on the show today, we're going to be talking about... Well, I'm going to be sharing a trip that I did down to see Tessa down in Wellington. And just to be honest, Brian, it was a bit of a a nightmare. I'm going to be sharing that with you. It wasn't a nightmare, but it it made me feel, let's just say it made me feel my age. Made me feel my age, Brian. What is your age, Liz? Well, 22. But I felt a little bit older than that when I went down to see her. We're going to be talking about Edinburgh and we're going to be talking the Houses of of, of Fear. No, no, the House of of Fear. Fear. (laughs) We're just going to be sharing some stories with you about just things that we did when we were younger and guess what you're going to love this part um we're going to be sharing we've decided to start doing confessions haven't we Brian? yeah because we've heard other people do it and it's always our most favorite part of the show you know when someone just confesses up and you're like go on just tell us and often on this show we start to tell stories and then we like go oh anyway we don't want to you know we won't we won't go into that now and the amount of people that contact us and say oh i wish you told us what really happened what was it that you did Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to know sometimes. So, what do you think of that then? What it, isn't that a nice little, uh, a nice little added bonus, a bit of a confession? So, yeah. we're I, also I, going to be sh- sorry, Brian. Go on. What were no, you saying? And I think maybe if we say our own confessions, we can actually ask people to send some confessions in. Yeah, I think yeah, that'd be that'd be the way to go. That'd wouldn't be perfect. It? You know, because ours are a bit boring, aren't they? Well, yeah, but. You- the thing is, when you can send a confession in, it can be anonymous, can't oh, yeah. it? But like our confessions are our confessions. I know. So which ones are you going to use? And you're like, mm. well, you can't think of one, so you're uh, just a Mister Goody Two Shoes. No, so I'm going to give I'm you one of mine. I'm such a nice person. I didn't oh, ever need to confess. That's right, Bri. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that, and we're going to be talking about the book. It's getting very, very close to when I'm going to be publishing my book, and I'm going to give you an update of what's happening there, and of course, read you a snippet from the introduction. Yep. And what was the last thing we were going to be doing? No, and that's it. Yeah, just all that and more. All yeah. that and more, Bri. Um, and more. And we've got some. We've got some tea because nobody, nobody, nobody sponsors our podcast, do they? Like you know. So we just need a wine sponsor. I know. We, we need a chocolate sponsor and something like that. Yeah. So if you're out there and you want to sponsor, we don't. You don't, we don't need money. We just need wine. Yes. Or we need chocolate. That's it. Yeah. Or some cheese. Cheese would or be cheese. nice. Yeah, that'd be nice to have at the podcast. Yeah. A side of ham. Yes. A week shopping. (laughs) (laughs) So if you are new to this podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Well, listen, Brian, husband and wife, we talk about everything from everything from travel to entrepreneur, starting a business, living in New Zealand, raising, pulling up kids from the earth and raising them and Mm, traveling the world and writing books and just... Do you know what? We just sit here and we just have a good chat to you about this stage in life and just, you know, transitioning from like young to old. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I, I like this. Someone said the other day that what is it? The mundane. You turn the mundane into happy and something like that. Oh, that's really? nice, isn't it? You know, I like oh, that. That's when, nice. You know, if we can if we can do we, we, if we can do that for you. Yeah, we're here. Well, that's right. We're going to share. The, yeah. Like I say, I'm going to just share a little bit of listener love from Edinburgh and um, and read you what that lady said. But 
Anyway, oh, well, let's just lower the tone and get a bit depressed. Why? <laughs> well, because... It's nice. <laughs> no, but Brian... Oh, this is because no, yeah. your trip to the uh, the yeah. capital of New Zealand. I'm I was trying to be positive. So yep. those of you who are regular listeners, thank you. But you will know that my our 18-year-old daughter, Tessa, a couple of months ago, in February, actually, she, she flew the nest. She left us. Yep. And she went off down to Wellington. We live in New Zealand. She went off down to... Oh, what was that, Brian? That was the uh, ultimate ears disconnecting. See, you thought you had it all sorted, there didn't we you, go. Brian? Yeah, yeah. Mr. Perfect sitting over there with mm-hmm. your little your soundboard all around you. Yeah, that's okay. it. Me, me new Roadcaster Pro Two and me Bluetooth speaker just decided to cut itself off. That's all right. Was, we know, can turn it back on. We can. Yeah. So yeah, she she went off down to Wellington in February to start a new life. She auditioned. She wants to be an actress. She loves musical theatre. And rather than go to drama school or college or anything like that, she decided to just leave home and, you know, like Dick Whittington, really, just go and find yeah. her fortune in the well, city. Well, that's all she had was a stick and a bag on the end yeah, of it. Yeah, it was. was it. And she, yeah, off so she went. off she went down to Wellington and she got a part, which she, she had a role, what's the word? She is the understudy in a really fantastic theatre company called the Witch Theatre Company. It's You can just Google it. It's down, based in well, They're based in Wellington. The quality of their work is just outstanding. And yeah, she auditioned for Into the Woods and they offered her the role, of the, you know, the position of the swing for a couple of roles, yeah. a swing as an understudy. And they also said she could do um, one night as one of the sisters. Yes. You know, you're not allowed to say ugly sister. She goes mad if you say no, that. No, they just call, well, they're not. Well, they are. They were the ugly sisters. I that's know, what the Cinderella thing I was. Know, but Little Red wasn't called Little Red, was she? She was Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, is that what it so is, is? It's it? just a take on things, isn't it? Oh. But they are the sisters and the prince. But it's it's not Prince Charming. It's yes, it Charming is. Prince, isn't it? Or is no, it, Prince is Charming. It? Right. Oh, no, they just call him Charming. They don't call yeah, him that's Prince. That's what I'm saying. So it's just a take on all those fairy tales, isn't it? Basically? Right. Okay. Because there's a whole bunch of them. Rapunzel. Um, oh, Rapunzel's Snow, still got the same Snow name. Snow White's mentioned in it as well, and Cinderella and all yeah, that sort well of they, things. Yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, so she gets the role of the swing, and she's also doing this one night down there as the sister. So she's moved down there. She's got her own flat. She's living with these other two girls. She's got a job in a cafe. Um, it's been a real up and down, hasn't it, Bri? Mm. It's been an. A, it's been a real. You know, as it, as you imagine it would be when your eighteen year old daughter just moves away and starts a new life. Yeah. What is it you're looking at? No, I was just looking up at the thing. That's what right. is it? Wait, you don't have to look at it. You're on a podcast. You don't have to look at my eyes. Yeah, but Brian, I'm talking to you. Who did that? <laughs> I can't remember what I'm that talking was. to you, having a conversation. No one else in the room, Brian. Who else am I supposed to look at? <laughs> and when I'm looking at you, can you please look at me when I'm talking? Because it's very but, yeah, but you've got all this new stuff. You've got the nice new boom arm and the nice new Do microphone. Do I look really professional? Yeah, and I've just got the old crappy microphone. Just to give you a picture, we're sitting in our family room. You know, the one with all the books and the library and everything. I'll say library, that sounds posh. Yeah, that yeah, it does, doesn't Rather it? than some shelves with books on. We're sitting in our in our, in our our reading room and Brian has very kindly gone and ordered, you know, I'm doing a, an audio book for my, an audio version of my book. Yeah. Well, you've gone and very kindly ordered this fantastic microphone for yeah. me. Yeah. So if I'm sounding better than usual, that's all down to Brian that. 
Yeah. He's, he's got this brilliant microphone. Yeah. Tell you what, every week we get better and better on this show. We do. Every single week. Yeah. <laughs> Although we're getting older and older and smaller and smaller, <laughs> the equipment around us is growing. That's it. It's going to outlast us, this. It's like my mum when she bought a washing machine once, wasn't it? She said, well, that, that's the washing machine that, that's going to see me through. Oh, that's depressing, that, wasn't it? It was. And it was just like, why? Well, well, they only last for five years, mum. I know, I know. Like, she wouldn't let you wash your jeans in it. Yeah, I couldn't. She said yeah. it I used to have to wait for it. Your... I'll hold that for the confession. Oh, okay. Do you want but to do that, do you? Do that oh, have you just thought yeah. something? Mm, there, there you go. go. See how it comes to you when you're not um, ready for it. Anyway, back to Tessa in Wellington. So down she is down there and her show started now. But when when this happened, it hadn't the show hadn't started. She had a week to go and she had a night off. Uh, She had a night off from rehearsals and she had a, a day off from work. And I had this massive pang of I'll be honest, it was guilt. I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm not going to get a chance to spend any time with her once she starts her show. And I just miss her like mad. I absolutely miss her. My heart just aches, honestly. It's just, if you've got kids that have left home, you'll know exactly what I mean when I say this. It's just, it's tough. It really is. Mm. Anyway, so I was speaking to her on the phone on the Monday morning and she she just sounded a bit sad, you know, she's just a bit, oh, I said, what are you doing tonight then on your night off? And she said, what what is there to do? And I said, why don't you go and see someone? No. You know, when they really lay it on and you're thinking, oh, no. And I said, well, do you want me to come down? She said, oh, no, you can't come down. It's too far. You know, it's just because it's a four and a half hour drive down to Wellington from here. And she said, I've got to be at work tomorrow. So you'd only get to see me for for a night. And I, I said, so anyway, I put the phone down and I said to Bri, Shall I just do it? Shall I just go down and just make the effort? Drive down there, spend the night with her in her flat. She's only got, she's got a double bed. I thought I'll just spend the night with her. Um, we'll go out for dinner and then I'll drive home the next day. It's fine. Loads of people do that. Yeah. So what I did is I took Brian's big car, his long, big, silver the big throbbing. Thruster. The big thruster. The big thrusting Skoda. Yeah, the, the bullet Skoda. And I don't drive that car. Now, first of all, even saying that makes me feel uncomfortable because do you know what? I hear these old ladies and they say, <laughs> they say, oh, he drives the big car and I've just got my mini Metro. I just like what I like. Just like little things. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. Because as you get older, Brian, actually, yeah. and this is not to say that I can't drive any size car because I could drive a tank if I wanted to. Yeah. But that's not a car though. You're not confident, I'm saying. You're not well, let's just say you're not familiar. Confident isn't the word. You're not familiar with that car. You're not familiar with how it drives. You're not I'm not familiar with how that frigging thing that keeps going off every time I try to park it. You know, yeah. that radar thing that beeps. Yeah, but you, you, your Peugeot's got that, but no, it's Brian, only at the my back. My Peugeot is perfect. Well, it was until you fiddled with it. But anyway, so I took the Skoda down to Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> I took the Skoda down to Wellington thinking I was so flipping clever and so cool. Oh, look what a cool mum I am. Like, you know, I can just drop everything at the drop of a hat and I can go and see yeah. my daughter. And everything was going fine until like, because the road from here to Wellington is just straight. There's no, there's no. It's not a hard, it's not over mountain passes or anything. No, it's really easy. It's a a simple drive. It's not big motorways. And I was there and I was listening to my podcasts and my talking books and all the rest of it. And I thought, oh yeah, this is just brilliant. Anyway, get into Wellington. Oh, there was a bit of traffic and it made me 45 minutes late. So Tessa is phoning me on the way and she's sounding more and more agitated as the day is going on. She's like, I thought you said you were going to be here at three. What, What? 
you know, we're, we're, I thought we were going to go out for a coffee. And I was like, yep, yep, I'll be there in a minute looking at the sat-nav. It yeah, says I'm not going to arrive. You phoned me about four times on the way saying, why is my sat-nav saying two hours extra now all the way, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. because every time I hit traffic, and I don't know how this happens, Brian, I'm not sure about this, Yeah. but that sat-nav knows. What? It knows traffic. But it does. It No, but I'm saying it knows traffic coming up. Yeah. How? But it's called um, other users using it, so the the, the data goes back. What's so that say mean? you're using uh, Google Maps, but it knows that you're slowing down. No, I wasn't slowing down. I was going fast. No, not you, but the other people are, who who are driving up. They're using sat navs or oh, Google stuff. Right. And what so have they're you, and judging on them slowing yeah, down. Yeah, and and transport agencies can report. You know, we've got um, slow slow moving traffic. What would but happen it's then? Everybody else is. Um, you know, it's their cars that are showing that they're slowing. And what would happen then, right? Take 10 minutes what would happen then? Through what, Liz? Go on. What would happen, Liz? <laughs> <laughs> what would happen, right? If there was just you and another car on the road, right? Yeah. The car in front was slowing down to go to the toilet. There wasn't a traffic jam. Would, yeah. What would it say Imagine to the car that. behind? Yeah, well, that's what the would thing. it say? It doesn't just work oh, off one car. Just... That's the thing. Oh, right. Yeah, it takes gonna, a whole it's lot gonna, of cars. It's going to use the data from most 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 other cars around. Anyway, this story is t- telling too long. Let me just yeah, get on with no. it. So I get to Wellington. I'm f- starting to feel a bit prickly now. I won't get. I won't. I won't lie. When you get to um, a certain age and you're going through menopause, anything a little stressful just makes you prickle with sweats. <laughs> doesn't take much. <laughs> and the phone calls that I was getting from her saying, where are you? You know, you said you were going to be here. It made me feel, oh, I was just felt like a little bit on the back foot. Like, you know, yeah. at one time, you know, Bri, I would have just said, sod off. I'll be there when I'm there, you know, but I didn't. I was just, I just, I don't know. I can't explain it. I felt like just... All I can say is I felt like I was on the back foot a little bit. Anyway, we get into Wellington and she lives smack bang in the middle of Wellington. In case you've never been to Wellington in New Zealand, it is like a tiny version of San Francisco with all those massive, steep, narrow hills, isn't it, Bri? It can be because they're very windy up the hills because it's it's a port town, but everything in the main city is kind of flat, isn't it? Then it just goes bump up the sides, doesn't it? And the the universities, like Victoria University is built on this cliff almost isn't yeah. it you know it's a big hill and really yeah. really narrow streets and they park on either side and you know what it's like in a city people are agitated they're in a rush they're not kind you know they no. get annoyed by women in big cars who yeah. <laughs> who can't parallel park <laughs> <laughs> so anyway my uh, test phones me up and she's like where are, i can just see you on the sat on you know on that find my friends thing she's like yep. i can just see you going round and round in circles around my flat and up I'm and like, down the same road yeah i did i said tessa that is because i can't find a place to park yeah. so can you just get off the phone and let me get on with it anyway i'm trying to park the car bright and yeah. that flipping thing beep 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 beep, beep and I'm like, yeah. oh i was just getting more and more hot just hot 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 more now and more hot. hotter 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 more and more stressed <laughs> people behind me Flipping, you know, when they sit there, like with their arms on the yeah. on the wheel as if but, like, no, it's okay, take your time, but you yeah, know they're in a rush. Yeah, like, <laughs> and the person behind starts to beep. Oh, yeah. it was just horrible. So anyway, I parked the car. It looked like a flipping halfway had parked it. Honestly, it was just yeah. jutting out into the street. You know what they say about big cars, don't you? What? Men and big cars, big parking spaces. Yeah. <laughs> and I went up to the flat and I saw her and we gave her a big hug and it was all lovely and everything like that. But because of the the to-do that I'd had with the parking, yeah. I just felt like, I just felt a little bit like a bit of an old woman turning up. <laughs> you know, this is the thing, Bri. Yeah. What age is it, right, when your relatives turn up? Is that when, you, when you're when you young and you go and you drive over to meet your friends, 
you walk through the door and you go, hi, how's it going? Do you want to go out for a drink? Oh, what, what, what are you listening to? What charts? What's, on, what's at the top of the charts? You know, you say all cool stuff like that, yeah. don't you? When you're old, right, yeah. this is a sign you're getting old. When you're old, you walk into the hand, knock, knock, knock. Oh, hiya, Liz. How's the traffic? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bloody nightmare. Isn't it right? Yeah, but it's true. And that's the first thing I said. Yeah. And I thought, oh, Liz, you've let yourself down there. Yeah. You've walked into your 18-year-old daughter's flat and the first thing you said was... Well, I tell you, it's a flipping nightmare trying to park in Wellington Tess. <laughs> and yeah, so that wasn't good. Yeah. The trouble is, though, isn't it? You know, it's like, it's when you're in, you, you, you haven't driven that car much at all. And, you know, you can, you're, you are a good parker. Cause you, I'm a very good you know, parker. You grew up in a, in a tourist town like me where you had, there was only tiny spaces left. So you had to get whatever you had into it. Like, you know, whether mm. you're touching the bumpers or whatever. And that car... Because it, it, it does beep at the front and it, and it beeps at the back. And oh, it's, it's just beeper. like, and, it, and it, it does go a bit loopy, doesn't it, yeah. when it gets through the beeping? It needs like, to you know? lay off with the beeps. Bloody Germans. Yeah, yeah, it does. It needs to lay off with those beeps, Brian, yeah. because I tell you what, that's going to cause an accident. Yeah. Anyway, so going back to the story. So now I'm there and I'm in the flat and it's all fine. And I looked at the double, and she's got this, you know, like students, they have this room, don't they? Where you just, like, you walk, it's beautiful what she's done. Yeah. She's got all these candles and joss sticks and floating things and this beautiful bed. And and she loves her room. And the thing with Tess is she loves her sleep. So, I don't know, it was like the reality of walking in the room and seeing the double bed and knowing that me and her were going to have to share that bed that night. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, no. So that was on my mind because... Yeah, well, that goes back to traveling the world, though, isn't it? Because we had to all sleep in the same room when we were traveling the world. Yeah. Most almost every night, we, uh, you know, occasionally we'd have the odd little separation of a different room. But we, me and you, especially me, it was just like I'd be start snoring straight away, and Tess would be the only one left awake. So she's a bit paranoid about having someone sleeping with her. Yeah, that snores is gonna, might just. But yeah, to put it. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't snore. I just breathe big. Yes. Yeah. You know, I'm just a heavy, big breather. Yeah. But she's like, anyway, I'll tell you about that bit in a minute. But so we go out, we're there. And like, like I say, hot, sticky, flushed, fl- flustered, flustered parked, day. beeped, knackered, old. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, right, come on, let's just go. Let's just go because we're not going to make this, uh, you know, we were going to see this new flat of hers because she's going to a new flat. Come on, let's just go. Anyway, walking down the stairs of her flat, I leave her room, close the door, walk down this big, long, massive huge flight of steps to get down to her front door we walk down and as i'm walking down she's in a rush you know when young people like can walk really fast downstairs yeah and she's at a time yeah she's like like, leaping down the stairs frightened of falling (laughs) (laughs) come on come on come on quick 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 she says opens the front door come on come on out out Mm. like this what's those shooing me out bry like a little fly shooing me out the door (laughs) those little brittle bones as you come down the stairs and i just hear this i hear this the door front door yeah. Clock locks, right? Big now, deadlock. Big deadlock against all those massive long stairs up to a room in a little shared flat. I'm standing on the vestibule outside the front door, Brian. The vestibule. Vestibule. Do you know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. I'm standing outside on the vestibule of the front door, and all of a sudden, this panic comes over me. Where are my sunglasses? <laughs> <laughs> They're not on my head. <laughs> and she's like, What's the matter? Come on, hurry up. What's the matter? Why are you standing there? And I'm like, Oh, Tess. Um, I think I might have lost my bag. <laughs> Strike number two, Bri. That's it. Not only do old people talk about the weather, they're always asking where their things are. Yeah. Where's my bag? Where's my phone? Where's my purse? Where's my sunglasses? <laughs> what the hell has happened? I don't know. It just gets worse, though. 
And Trust the worst me. of it was, it was half past five. I didn't need my sunglasses. Yeah. It was dark. It was going dark. But I had it in my head. Where are my sunglasses? I need mm. my sunglasses. So, yeah, it was just, I was walking down the street with her because I didn't say, oh, can you just get your keys out your bag and wait for me to walk up a million stairs and then go to, go and unlock yeah. your room. Even so though I I'm two hours late. So that was strike number two. Honestly, I'm just telling you this story. I'm tensing up telling you this yeah. story. My neck is cricking. So we go out and we have this lovely evening and she's beautiful and I miss her and I love her like mad. And that's this story is not about her. It's all about me. But we come back to the flat and I was knackered. I was so tired. Yeah. Well, you've been up since six, haven't you? And then yeah. driven, you know, it's a, it, it took you over five hours to get down there. Yeah. And it was yeah. stressful. And then you decided to go out for a drink and yeah, the well, she would never drink. That was that the worst of, of it as well. She oh, didn't. Right. I said, "Should we get a glass of wine?" She said, "No, no, I've got an early start in the morning. I don't want to." Know. And I was thinking, even oh, worse, more great. pressure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know, well, that's, I didn't care. I said, "Well, well, I'll just get myself a, a nice gin and tonic." <gasps> so yeah, so we went out for a drink and we had an Indian takeaway and we went up and saw the view in Victoria and it was a beautiful night. It was really lovely. And then we come back to the flat. And I looked at the bed and she said, she just said to me, joking, she said, oh, I hope you're not going to snore because I'm absolutely shattered dun, tonight. Dun, dun. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Brian, all night I lay awake. I lay awake all night, Brian. You know when you, you don't get a wink of sleep? Yeah. Because every time I felt my eyes close, I felt yeah. this rumble in my throat. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Come in. laughs> You know, we're like, you can hear it coming and yeah. then you jolt yourself awake like that. Yeah. I, I didn't sleep a wink. Why did you sleep on your side? Brian, I tried everything. Oh, did you? I tried everything. <laughs> and I can't sleep on my side. Anyway, that's uncomfy. I like to sleep on my back with my arm over my eyes. Yeah, over up your over eyes my head, and, and your head back. In so good you can snoring snore position. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was my day. That was my 24 hours with my daughter. It was cracking, it was. Yeah. I've never come. <laughs> I came home, I felt so refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so young. <sighs> so what got me thinking about that then was when I got, after doing that, and then I got this lovely email from a listener right. in Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Yes, in Edinburgh. Yeah. You know, in Scotland. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Edinburgh. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's not down the south of New Zealand, is it? Yeah, I know we normally... Is, but... I know we normally save listener love until the end of the programme, but now we're swapping things around because we're young and hip and we're going to be yeah. doing confessions. And we've just got to keep you on your toes, not thinking I'll skip to the end because you know, you won't know where it is in the show then, you say. No, exactly, yeah. So I just thought I would just share this email from this lady and she yeah. said... This is a little bit of listener love. She said, thank you, Liz and Brian. I love listening to you guys. You make my day. I drop my nine-year-old son off at school and then I squeeze you in between arriving at college or when I leave from work and I pick him and his sisters up again. She says she goes home, she closes the kitchen door, she starts cooking and then she blasts our voice in the kitchen, Brian. Starts laughing out loud, she said. Oh. Yeah, I know. How lovely is that? And her husband knows to leave her alone because she's listening and she's put this in speech marks to those crazy podcasters. Oh, thank you. The It's a Drama podcasters. Yeah, so she ends the she ends the email with you're like a tonic to a trying day, a breath of fresh air during the sometimes dull, seemingly stagnant mundaneness of everyday life. Thanks for being you. Thanks for staying together in all the trials for the good, the bad, and indeed the absolutely hilarious. 
So, and her name is Chits and she is from Edinburgh. Thank you mm. so much for that beautiful email, Chits. Thank you. We really appreciate oh, thanks, you. Thanks, Chits. Yeah. And it got me thinking, it just got me thinking about Edinburgh. Yeah. And I flipping love Edinburgh. I Ed- love Edinburgh's it. Edinburgh's a gorgeous city. It, is. it really is. Yeah. Bye. do you remember when we were younger, just changing the subject, do you remember when we were younger, the very first time we went to Florida in America? Yeah. It just reminded me when I started thinking of the Edinburgh, uh, about the dungeons. Do you remember when we went to that House of Terror? That was in Orlando, like downtown Orlando it was called, wasn't oh it? It was like God. a train track that went nowhere. Because I thought yeah. that's what it was going to be like when we took them to the dungeons. I uh, wanted to take the kids. Would, it was going to be like one of those scare things yeah. that were completely black. Yeah. And, and you you walk through holding hands or yeah. Yeah, on someone else's shoulders. Yeah. I wanted to take the kids to the Edinburgh dungeons and just basically scare the crap out of them, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just lock them up and just yeah. leave them there. <laughs> yeah, but you thought it was. I, I did looking at it. It looked like it was going to be. I mean, it's full of like young actors, isn't it? And they're all playing. They're all dressed up, and you know, um, playing, it's playing characters. It it's, it's very, very good. But it was nothing like the one in Orlando. Oh my god! Yeah. Should we just should we share what that one? In yeah. case for the people who haven't been, to, you know, when you go to a tourist town and you see. Like the Horror House or what there's do they call it? There's actually one in Wellington, isn't there? Right in Cuba Street, there's that Terror House there, isn't there? Right, can... but this is the thing though, Bri. What? There is, you're right, but this is the thing. And this is the problem with today's society, right? Right. Me and you, the first time we went to Orlando together, yep. and we went to this, ha- we'll tell them in a minute what it was all about, yep. and we went to this House of Horror or whatever it was called. Yeah. There was none, back then, Bri, there was none of this... Oh, you, you've got invasion of space. I can't touch oh, you me. Can't t- you can't, yeah, yeah. you can't, you know, you can't. I know. So what it was, and I agree. I, I, I think that was right. I think they should have kept that. All right. Yeah. Okay. You've got your personal boundaries, but if you're going to pay to come in house of horror, you're allowed, we're allowed to do what we want to you. <laughs> oh, you right. Do you yeah, agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But if you're paying for it that, and tick the box terms yeah. and conditions, if you want to read those terms and conditions, away you go. Like, you know, but. Because I tell you yeah. what, this is what happened, right? And this is a sign that this is the sort of thing that you do because there's no way I'll do it now. No way on God's earth would I go to one of those house of horrors now. It scared the living daylights out of me. We went along, didn't we? We paid yeah. our money. There we are in Florida. And literally you go in and it's just made up of all these different rooms that you walk through. And as soon as you walk in, they turn the lights out. Yeah. And you're, you hold, you put. Yeah, you have to put your hands on the person's, you have to put it on their shoulders in front of you, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And they're a stranger, so yeah. you don't know them. Yeah, but I, I, you, I think you, I made you go first, I think, or maybe, I don't know, whatever it was, but. You, so you walk you along me? this little remember. thing and all the music's going, oh. But it's pitch black, you cannot see. <laughs> it's just horrific. <laughs> it's absolutely horrific. Yeah. And then what you do is you walk into like a room, like the door opens it. And you walk in and there's like just masses of like hanging dead ghosty bodies all over the place, right? So you think like they're all like, I don't know, like imagine like, you know, you go to a butcher's and all the meat is hung up on a big hook. Yeah. Well, it was like that, but it was like ghosts, wasn't it? Like bodies. Well, just in, bodies, just like, you in, know, well, like, yeah, yeah dummies just and things. Dummies or, and yeah. things. We thought they were dummies mm. and some of them were dummies, mm. but as you're walking past them, and thinking, oh, this is good effects. Look at these dummies covered in blood hanging up like a butcher. A couple of them are real people. Yeah. And, and they're not high up, are they? They're just like kind of like kind of next just, to you. They're just hanging by their feet. <laughs> and you walk past and they just go. 
<laughs> Honest to God, it was horrible. Because yeah. you'd, you'd just be like walking, then you'd walk through oh to the God. next room and it'd be just like curtains and then someone would just grab hold yes. of you. just grab you grab by the shoulder you. yeah. and you're like, wow. Just, oh. The person behind me just grabbed hold of me. I was crying. I yeah, I wouldn't let go. Yeah, I was, was just absolute, like, oh my I had God. tears yeah. running down my face. I was so scared, Brian. Were you scared? Well, you do, but it's just, it's, it's, you don't, I mean, you know, nothing's going to happen to you, but the fact is, it oh. is, they just, and obviously the cameras are in infrared, so they can see you. So you get to see what you were doing, like, you know, but they, you know, and then there, I can remember the one guy, um, you know, towards the end, you run out and he's got this chainsaw <laughs> and it's buzzing around. Obviously they've taken the teeth off it or whatever, but he's got it up to your frigging nose. Cause I'm just like, yeah, go on, mate. If you think you're hard. I'll try to be hard and he's oh, right on my face and it's just like what are you doing Brian just scream and run away because he's like the next minute he'll whack you over the head with it I think <laughs> it's like yeah oh. I was always like you know you're, like, you're that pissed off at the end of it not pissed off but you're just like you've got that much adrenaline or testosterone flying oh. around you it's like come on then it was awful. It was, yeah. it was awful. You, would, you were sh- the person on my shoulders was shaking. I was shaking. She was yeah. a girl that was behind me, and you were. It was boy girl, boy girl, wasn't it? Like, yeah. You know, and it was just you were shaking. I could feel you shaking. Cause I, I ended up having to hold your um, waist, I think, because you were shaking that much. Do you know what, Bry? They should flip and watch some stuff. Well, I bet they don't do it now, but they should. They should imagine. If you had a weak heart and you went in there. Well, that's what that's what the terms and conditions. You, that's who you are. You have to sign your name. Oh, don't you? it was. It, it, looking back yeah. now, I always do, tell the kids about it. Do you have a pacemaker? It. Obviously not. Looking, yeah, <laughs> looking back, it was brilliant. You know, I mean, yeah. it was such a rush. Better than any ride and it wasn't I've that ever expensive. been on. It was about fifteen dollars or something, wasn't it? Like you know, but and it was for about half an hour. But it was, oh yeah, it was. You came out and you were just buzzing, weren't you? Yeah. You know, it was just like, oh my god. And to this day now, I will never. And I don't care if they've changed all the rules and you're not allowed to touch anyone or come near ten million miles within the yeah. space or whatever. I don't care. I would never, ever put myself through that ever again. <laughs> but when we went in the Edinburgh Castle, you know, the Edinburgh yeah. Dungeons, I kind of hoped. Oh, I was thinking about that. I was thinking, It'd oh. be something like that. But it, that was good, wasn't it? Because it would all go dark and then next minute the lights would come back up and yeah. the guys are sitting on the chair and you didn't see where he came from or anything like so that. So maybe if you're in Florida, just tell us. I mean, that was like I say, that was 20 years ago. If you've been to that recently, yeah. could you tell us if it's still the same or if they've just toned it down? I'm pretty sure that it was, oh, yeah, there was, uh, I think it's they call it da- downtown Orlando or yeah. something, don't they? Something like that. Or yeah. Under, yeah. It's supposed to be like a, a small area, which feels like a like the, a proper town, because Orlando's kind of not got much of a town like that, has it? Like you know, especially see, I think I'm a little bit abnormal, Brian, Why? because I'm the sort of parent I find it amusing and <laughs> and good to scare my children. You yeah, know, you I always have. Yeah, I do. But what what's wrong with that? Because then, if you scare them, they'll run to you and want you even more. Then, won't they? <laughs> Yeah, but a little bit of fear doesn't do them any harm, Brian. A little yeah. bit of scaredness, a little fright, a little jump here and there, you know. Well, I did. I used to play with them um, um, yeah, on, on Friday nights. <laughs> yeah. They'd watch a film or something, then I'd play the beast or something like, you know. Yeah. And I'd say, right, go and hide for two minutes. And they'd all run into like wardrobes and stuff. And then I'd just walk in like a zombie going. Yeah, boom. yeah. And they absolutely were terrified. Yeah. I know. I used to love Nothing that, wrong I? with that, though, is there? Yeah. That's good parenting, but that, you, Brian. you know when your kids start hitting you that they're so frightened that they start hitting you because <laughs> they don't think it's you? <laughs> no gentle parenting in this house. No. <laughs> yeah, but Sonny got you back, though, didn't he, that time? Yes, he did. He's, yeah. he's, he hid in the wardrobe and just jumped yeah. out on yeah, me. I think you were in 
front of the opera or something, weren't you? And yeah, you, I was you in were a going show out that and, night, and yeah, getting ready, and you'd been in the shower, and he was hiding in the the, the you know your walk-in wardrobe with all the lights off, completely black, and we stand and he got in behind the coats, didn't he? Yeah. Something. Little sod, and getting me back. Jumped out, and I know. I could hear this blood curdling scream. Mm. Yeah. You've never forgotten that. Right, so that's that. So I hope you enjoyed that story. That made me laugh. That it's just <laughs> funny to think about that. So let's talk about the book. Let's talk about yep. before we read. I read you a, a section of the book. Melissa actually sent me a message, an email. Thank you, Melissa, and she said. Get Brian to ask you a question about the book and what it's been like. And, you know, do you want to ask me a question or do you want me to just tell you what's been going on with the book this week? Um, I can ask you a question, but I th- I, I know we have done a podcast when I've, I've asked you about stuff like, you know, but um, sometimes you, you go in a little bit probably too deep because I'm just asking you just like, you know. It's so rude. No, I don't mean in too deep. It was just like it was almost you started welling up. And thinking about it too too much instead of just like you know I'll ask you a question now what's it been like Liz oh Brian do you not know do you have you not been how long have we been married and um, you're surprised that I start welling up when you ask me a question I know. What, what's wrong with that <laughs> isn't that what every normal woman does <laughs> it's because I'm so surprised that you're talking to me asking me a question Brian <laughs> no go on it's uh, 23 years and 124 days okay. that we've been married okay. there you go so. I can, yeah, I just wanted to talk to you about the book really and just say, because do you remember I told you that it's with the editor being proofread? It's just today, come back. She sent me an email today. I know, I haven't opened it yet. You haven't showed me that yet. No. So it's all been proofread. We shouldn't really go, should we? We should be like, yay. Yeah, but we should be yay, but I just know what you'll be like just thinking about opening that email. That's why. You haven't opened it, have you? Why don't you just open it and have a look at it when it it came in? I'm so scared. That's what I mean. So, so what? If we, What's your point? <laughs> it's like you worked all this time on the book. Yeah. And I can't believe you, you've not been that excited to open it up and have a read of it and think, you know, has she changed anything or, yeah, no, that's fine, all the spellings are great, this, that and the other. Why don't I take this opportunity to answer that question? Why don't we turn this into a okay. little question? Because you've just said, I can't believe, Liz, that you're not excited to get back your proofread doc- your manuscript yeah. and be so excited, Liz. Right, okay, here's mm. the answer. This is why yeah. I'm not excited. This is why I'm thinking I'm not tackling that until Monday. Because, Bri, yeah. I am absolutely filled with fear and dread <laughs> about having to do more work. I'm scared that she's going to have said, change this chapter or this doesn't right. sound right or that doesn't quite make sense or I don't think you should have said that or why don't you try it like this? I'm, and I'm sure she hasn't mm. and I'll let you know next week if she has or not. But that's the honest truth. I'm thinking right. these last couple of weeks when that manus- manuscript, my beautiful baby book, my travel bog diaries has been with the editor. It's almost like some, I've told you this before. It's almost like someone has taken the pressure away from you. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you don't have to worry about that anymore, Liz, because the editor's doing that now. And now it's back in my court. And of course, now I've got to do something with it. I can't just faff around on Facebook and write newsletters and, you know, so that's the answer. That's why I'm not, 
That's why I'm not excited. I am. I you, am excited. Yeah, but, but you didn't even think I'll just even open the first. No, I don't, Bri. Letter and no. have a look and just see. You know, no. Crossed out. Yeah, well, exactly. Because <laughs> what if it is, you know? I just want to feel strong. See me. I'm going to make a nice cup of tea. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to clear yeah. my clear my schedule. Nothing else is going to be happening. Right. And I thought I'm going to go through it. I'm just going to keep keep focused, you know, yeah. keep reading. Um. Yeah. What about the Zoom call at 10 o'clock on Monday morning? Oh, yeah. With NZ ahead. Yeah, I forgot about mm. that. Okay, well, shall I just do it on Tuesday then? No, you're driving to Wellington on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. To see Tess in, in the show oh, again. Oh, shall I just do it on Wednesday, Brian? There you go, see. Shall I? Well, it's going to have to be, isn't it, really? Well, I'm coming home from Wellington on Wednesdays. Yeah. I can't do it Wednesday. No, you can't do it Wednesday. Thursday's nearly the weekend, so I won't yeah, do it then. Yeah, we're doing a podcast on YouTube <laughs> by then. Friday's Fridays, that's the day yeah. off, so I'll just do it next week. This time next week. <laughs> I will do another podcast, and that's why you were so desperate to do a podcast today, wasn't it? So you didn't have to read it. Yeah, no. Anyway, but. So that's that. But what I've been doing in the last two weeks while the book has been, well, it's been longer than that, but I've been focusing on trying to get on other people's podcasts at, as a guest. And the way I've done it's this. It's not as easy as it sounds, no, is it? No, it isn't. Yeah. We'd have anyone on this show, wouldn't we, Bri? If someone wrote up to us and said, can I come Who on your show? Who would want to come on this show? Well, anyone, Bri. Really? Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone fun and exciting yeah. who didn't get prickly hot sweat driving down to Wellington. We welcome anyone on this show. But uh, yeah, I've, I've joined this agency and it's called, I think it's called Podmatch. And it took me all day. You helped me, didn't you, Bright? It took me all day to it did. That was a, write the profile. Like, yeah, it's like writing a CV for, a, for yourself for a podcast, yeah. that, basically. And you have to say what value you bring to, their, to the person's, the podcaster's audience. So, you know, I was saying things like, oh, well, I traveled the world. You know, I'm, I, I'm an author. Well, I'm writing a book. I'm, I'm self-publishing. It really came out then, didn't it? What? Or I'm um, writing a book. <laughs> yeah. You can't, can't, quite say it, can't quite say it, can you? I am an author. <laughs> You're a podcaster. Say I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. Yeah. I'm a YouTuber. Yes, I'm a YouTuber. I am, I am, I am the I'm wife a, of Brian. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a writer. <laughs> not a writer just really just a jostle yeah. downer really <laughs> you know just scraps of paper here and there yeah. uh, but yes so I've been doing that and I'm hoping to get on to other people's podcasts so I can just go and charm them with my wit and humor do you know what Bri though what? I don't know if I'd be the same without you well I was thinking about that what did you think and I was thinking you know because there is one podcast you really want to go on isn't it um and I was thinking Maybe they would just say, hey, we'll have Brian as well. I don't want you on that podcast. No. We're not going to name that that's podcast. The end, that's the end of that then, isn't it? I'll tell, if I ever get on, the, there's this one <laughs> famous podcast that I absolutely love with all my heart. And I almost don't want to say it out loud because I don't want to, uh, you know, tempt fate or whatever, but I'm going to try my hard. I don't think, I'm going to try my hardest to get on it. But it's just two women and they just talk about being parents. It's just brilliant me and Brian love it don't we Brian? it is good we listened to that on the way down to wellington the other day yeah but going back to being alone it does feel weird to be thinking what if i do get asked to be on a podcast and then you're not there you know because yeah. i've only ever done podcasting with you well you haven't you did it with sunny didn't i know you but someone but else you yeah know? someone else yeah yeah but it's just someone to bounce off isn't it that's the idea i mean you can do podcasts on your own but they just don't have the same dynamics as when you know, you're, you're um, with someone else. Do you think the guest of the podcast will get annoyed if when she's he or she is interviewing me and I just start trying to be a, a wise-ass and make wise-ass comments like I do with you? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's the humour, isn't it? Like, you know, and it's just like, it's just taken with a pinch of salt, isn't it? That's, mm. But yeah, 
Anyway, um, anyway, that's what I've been trying to do. I'm, my aim is to get on a pod, on get on as many podcasts as I can, talk about our trip around the world. And another great thing to talk about as well, I was saying this to Brian, which has got, because when you, when you don't, I don't want to be the sort of person that goes on a podcast and just talks about myself. I don't want to do that. I want right. to just bring stories and value and just make it about the other person's podcast. That's what you do. You don't yeah. go on there and just promote, promote, promote yourself. And you hope that by being a good guest and by giving value that the listeners of their podcast will think, wow, she's an amazing, flipping, really cool mum. Nice person. Yeah, she's very yeah. nice. She's an excellent wife. I bet she's a brilliant writer. <laughs> author. Author. Oh, and on that note, let's jump in and I'll read you a snippet of the introduction from the Travel Bog Diaries. And now, introducing Liz's book that's going to be absolutely brilliant. Take it away, Liz. Our year away, it was divine. Better than I could ever imagined or hoped for. We made so many gorgeous memories. Did things that we never thought we were capable of. We couch surfed. I'll tell you more about that later. All over the world. Slept on sleeper buses in India. Spent Christmas in New York, read books beneath cherry trees in Japan, and all on a budget no bigger than a bogey. Never has there been, or probably ever will be again, a season in my life when I felt so utterly grateful every single day. Filled with joy to be wrapped in the arms of my beautiful family, entwined by adventure, bound by experiences. It was glorious. But here's the thing. Before we left for this trip, I did masses of research. Not the kind of research I should have been doing, like what happens when you miss the train in Tokyo. No, I scoured bookstores, blogs. I went on every social media platform I could find, looking for scraps of evidence from families who had done what we were about to do. I wanted reassurance, someone to tell me that although travelling wasn't always pretty, it would be okay, that we'd survive. And there were plenty, of families I mean. Unbeknown to me, lots of parents take their kids and travel the globe together. Perfect, just what I was looking for, my search was over. But there was just one problem. Every single piece of information I found told only of the good times, the triumphs that these families had experienced as they'd zigzagged around from one country to the next, the perfectness of it all, the jolliness, the poppetness of it. Look at us. We're all so happy. Our kids spend their days chatting with world leaders while we milk goats with our toes. <sighs> Not once did the mum say, oh, when you get to Sri Lanka, be warned. They have this wood apple juice and it makes you shit bricks. Or, oh yes, Italy's lovely, but the bottled water in Rome is a complete rip-off. You won't be able to afford it, which means you'll all be dehydrated, cranky, and hate each other's guts by the time you make it to the Pantheon. So, while I could very well share tender, marvellous, fantabulous stories of how I patted my son's head in Ireland and smiled on adoringly because he bravely forewent his fear of spiders so his sister could have the big bed, I know you'd be bored stiff by page three. What you're about to read 
is the opposite of what most other travellers share. Well, there's lots of words in there, Liz. <laughs> lots of what? Uh, lots of words. There's me trying to turn my knobs back down. Turn your knob down, Brian. Oh, turn me knob down. Turn the knob's you, going all knob over in. the place. Get me knob, get me down, right down. Don't have it too loud. <laughs> yeah, lots of big What's words. What's the size of a bogey mean? Size of a bogey? <laughs> Don't you know what a bogey is? Yeah, I do. But a bogey is actually on a train as well, but... Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, no, we're not that sort of bogey, No, right? not that sort of bogey. I don't know about those sorts of bogeys. I only no. know about the ones up your nose. Yeah, that's, they're the ones <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> right, so I hope you enjoyed that little snippet of the introduction. If Remember, if you are not signed up to my front row newsletter, where I am g- gifting you a video of me reading the complete introduction um, from a little room in our house, then for free, then go and sign up for that newsletter. It is a newsletter that shares everything that is about to happen with the book. So you'll know all about the audio book, about the, well, just everything to do with the book. You'll be the first to know if you're on that newsletter. And you can get onto that free newsletter by going to www.itsadrama.com forward slash front row. Good job. Good job, Brian. Right, so before we leave you, let's jump in and just do our confessions. And like Bryce said earlier, we thought it would be fun just to, because we know how much much you love the stories and just, you know, there's nothing better is there when someone just lets it go. I know. I can't be doing with someone who goes, oh, no, 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 I better keep that to myself. It's not PC, you know? (laughs) No. No, so we thought we'd just break all those barriers and just tell you a few truths. But how about, right, what do you think of this? How about you send in your confession yeah. and we will read it. I'll make it into a, like a little story for you and I'll read it on the podcast. How about that? Yeah. And we'll then talk about it at, maybe at the end of like whether we forgive you or not. Oh, really? You want to do yeah, the forgiveness? No. Yeah, that's, what? What, that's what a confession is, isn't it? Like, you know. Oh, we don't need to. They don't need forgiveness from us. We just want no, their story. You don't, we want their content. Yeah, but that's the whole idea of confession, isn't it? Oh, like right. You're, you're, you know, then you're, you're, you're given, for, you know, you're forgiven, like, you know. So if you've got anything that you want to confess and you want me to turn it into a little story for you to read, or you can turn it into a story, whatever you want to do, and you want me to read it out on the podcast, if you've got a funny tale, just send it to liz at itsadrama.com or... Brian at itsadrama.com. And just put just put in the title, confession. Yeah, confession. Yeah, do that. Yeah. You don't even have to say your name. If you don't want us to say your yeah, name, we just, won't, you know, we yeah, won't just obviously. Just put an alias on there, but yeah. realistically, I'll know from your email address. So it yes. doesn't really matter. And I'll say, this is the email address from this one. No, <laughs> No, you won't. Right, okay. Have you got a confession or do you want me to go first? Um, well, we can, I'll start off with a confession that we, what we were just talking about before at the start of the, the the podcast was, um, you know, when you buy something and my mum, she would have been probably the same age as me now, about 60. And we just finished, oh, maybe it was even a few years earlier, probably 55 or something like that. We just finished doing a, an extension on the house that we, we, we were living in. And we'd, we'd actually made a, a little toilet room at the back, um, like a non, not an ensuite, but just a, a toilet, a, a shower room. And next to it, she had a laundry for the first time in her life. So you had a washing machine, a tumble dryer and a sink uh, and a place for the washing basket and a cupboard for all the, the cleaning stuff. And, you know, I used to, it was the time when um, 501s were in fashion, like, you know, and I had about two pairs of 501s, like one was in the washing machine because for some unknown reason, you never used to, you always used to wash them all the time. Like, you know, my mum said to me, I don't want you putting your jeans in the washing machine anymore. And I'm like, well, what am I going to do then? Like, you know, and it's like, 
She said, because that washing machine is to see me through. Oh, my God. <laughs> and like I say, it's like, I was just looking at it, like, how long are you planning on living? You're planning to live another five, eight years, like, you know, something like that. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, you know, so it got to about two weeks and I thought, these jeans need washing. They like, stink. You know? Yeah, they're getting a bit, um, there's just stains all over them and everything, like, you know. And um, I used to wait for it to go out. <laughs> and then I, and, and it, it, it wasn't a combined washer dryer, but I knew I could, like I'd be saying, where are you going? Like, you know, and she either nipping out to do a bit of work in a florist that she, she, she had, um, uh, you know, when she went to work and I would stay home and for the two hours and do the, do a washing, a wash and then put it in the straight and the tumble dryer and then take them back upstairs. Brian. Never broke that washing machine. Did it not? No, it didn't. No. Oh. But that's what I used to do. And but she never knew? No, she never knew. No. Why did she think you were washing your jeans? I don't know. I think she just used to think, uh, I, don't, I really don't know. And don't put them in the tumble dryer because they'll, the, 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 um, because they had buttons on 501s. Yeah. It, it'll yeah. Dint, dint the, um, or chip the paint on the inside of the drum because it wasn't stainless steel or something. It was Aww. like enameled. Did yeah. she ever find out? No, she didn't know. No. And it never broke it, but no. it's just a pair of jeans. Like, it's funny yeah. though. She probably just thought like, you know, the weight of it or whatever. Would just... oh, it is. I remember her, the original washing machine that she had was a Bendix washing machine uh, back in the 1960s. And that thing used to just like walk around the um, the kitchen because it was when, when you put heavy things in it, like towels and stuff, because it just, I don't know, just didn't have the technology like mm. it does these days, like, you know, where it's kind of spins it a little bit and then goes stops and spins it again and then goes up to full speed. But yeah, so. So before uh, I tell you my confession, how old were you when you were just lying to your mum about your 501 jeans? Oh, I was probably about Sonny's age, probably about, about 20, 20, 20, 21. Oh, okay. Like yeah. 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 Old enough to know better then, Brian. Yep. Old, what, old did, enough not to care. Hey? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who cares about a washing machine? Just go and get another one, eh? <laughs> 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 I need my jeans. Okay, my confession. Um, and I touch a little bit on this in the book, but it's not the same story because I thought, oh, no, I can't say this because this just sounds really bad. But um, when me and Brian, so in our 20s, when I was in my 20s, we moved to London for a short period of our time. I wanted to be an actress and like Tess, and I just thought, oh, I'm just going to move to London and we're going to, you know, I'm going to get a part in a show and all the rest of it. So we moved to London and we got this this little flat and... I was auditioning for a couple of things, not getting anything and obviously didn't have any money. So I thought, right, okay, well, I'll go and work as a waitress. So I signed up for a couple of agencies. And when you're a waitress, especially, in, I suppose, in a city like London, if you can do silver service, it's like double the money. Yeah. Like, you know, they, you, you get one rate for not silver service and more for, the, for saying you can. So I went along to the interview for them to sign me up to the agency and I went in and I was all dressed up and I looked the part, you know, I yeah. had really nice clothes on and, you know, I was only, only in my twenties and, and I walked in and I was very like, you know, I was into acting and so I was very outgoing and they were really impressed, like, you know, and they said, so you can do silver service, can you? And I said, yep, yep, I can do silver service. I was thinking, shit, what the hell is silver service? I don't know. I know you've got to do something with a spoon and a fork, but yeah. I don't know about that. I was like, yep, absolutely no problem. And he's like, I just never forget the guy's like, so have you, have you got lots of experience with silver service? I said, oh yeah, I've got stacks. And he's like, okay. There isn't one silver service <laughs> restaurant in Newquay and Cornwall. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, silver service is, you know, when you go to a really, I'm talking really posh now, when you go to a really posh restaurant and they serve you. Or a you, banquet. 
or a banquet yeah. or, or, or a royal meal even. Yeah, a royal, even. that's it. So yeah. Or a royal meal. Or if you come Why round not? to Liz and Brian's on a Monday, Monday or Wednesday yeah. night. We teach the kids to do silver service. Yeah, and they hold the spoon. There's a knack to it. There you is. hold the spoon and the fork between your thumb and your finger. and the, like So you hold the spoon between your thumb and your first finger and then yeah. the fork rests in between your little finger and the other finger and you clap them together like a pair of clackers. Well, obviously yeah, you don't. Why don't you just give you a pair of clackers? Yeah, no, easier, just give me a it? pair of tongs. It's easier. Yeah. So... Oh, anyway, so I thought, oh, bloody hell, it can't be that hard, can it? Just holding a spoon and a fork. I'll just yeah. scoop it up and it'll While be While holding a big silver dish in your <laughs> left arm. So anyway, what happens when you sign up for an agency, when you work as a waitress, is they send you out, like, you know, to all these banquets and big do's. So I get this call and I'm like, Okay, there's a big there's a big banquet being held in White Fishmongers Hall. Fishmongers Hall. Fishmongers, uh, whatever that's called, that, but that's in the city, isn't it? It's right in yep. the middle of the city in London. It's at the end of a bridge, if I remember rightly, because I remember running it across the bridge like yeah. Cinderella at the end. But it's at the end of a bridge. It's like the most flipping poshest, biggest, granitist, grandest. grandest. No, granite. no, I went to say made out of granite. I just yeah. remember it was a grey granite building it was so impressive this massive big floors and sweeping staircases and I thought oh my god what's this like you know anyway I turn up and you get talking to the other staff don't you yeah and I'd had a little practice with the spoon and the fork thing I just thought oh no one's gonna know and I turned up all cocky it was only in my 20s and I said oh what's this I said to the other waitress what is this like you know and they said, oh, it's, it's to do with the House of Commons. The, all the people from the House of Commons have got together and they're just having this. Had they won the election? I don't know. Was it I the president? Know. I think I it don't was know. just a it was very, big do. It was very, very, very important. All, yeah. Very important. And, it, and all I remember is it was something to do with the Houses of Commons. So I walk in, you know, like we're all getting, oh, put your little waitress outfit on. I have black skirts and a black blouse and you wear this apron and... You know, make sure your hair is pinned back. Take off all your rings. It was really, really to do. It was just top notch. And all I remember is peeping in. You know, when you go, like you have those swingy doors where the waitresses stand behind and everyone poshes behind those doors. I just cracked. I just looked through the little crack and it was a long, like imagine Henry VIII, right? A long dressed table, right? Yeah. So there's this long... With Henry at the end. Henry sat at the end with his elbows on his table. Like, yeah. I, it was just, and white, obviously, white. Everything was white linen. Everything yeah. was white tablecloth. Big silver dish, uh, knives and forks. Oh, my God. And all I could hear was this, and all these people walking into the dining room. I think I think Tony Blair was the prime minister back then. I don't know. It was just, all these people started coming in and taking their seats. And there was even people pulling out the seats for them. It was that posh. Mm. So we had people, there was guys and women dressed in really nice long tails, pulling out the seats for these pe yeah. pe snobs who are sitting down at the snobs, table. Snobs, yeah. nice. <laughs> Not snobs, Brian. That's a commons. Well, anyway, no. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway. Yeah. I, actually, Brian, I think they were snobs, and I'll tell you why. Top. Anyway, a little bit prickly. And when you little team of waitress or everyone on, on form here, go, guys, get to, you, you line up, pick your silver platter up with all your food on it, and when I call your number... They, he gave us all numbers. Like we were like team A, like then another were team B. When I call your number, you go out and you go to your, your station. And like he showed us where our station was. Like mine was in the middle of the ta that table. So he's like, right, you know, you, you, he didn't call me by my name. He's like, you, do you know where you're going? And I'm like, yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know where I'm, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, right. Okay. 
team A, go, go team A. And it's like this, go, 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 go team A, go, go, like this. Pressure, pressure, Brian. Yeah. Right? So I walk over where all the chefs screaming and shouting. You know what it's like when you work in a kitchen. Take this. And I had me flipping towel folded over my arm, my white towel so I wouldn't burn my arm. I think that's what it was for. And I had this big dish. I'll never forget. It was this big dish of green peas. Right? Green peas? <laughs> green big. peas, Brian. <laughs> With all butter and mint over them. I'll never oh. forget it. And he goes, go, go, go. Like, you know, and there was a girl in front of me and she was doing her silver clackers thing. Yep. And she was dishing out the meat to yep. this person. And there was this, I went to the edge of this woman on her left-hand side and I just went, peas? And she went, and she looked at me as if like, of course I want peas, you know, like what are you asking me for? And How many would I'm, you like? <laughs> <laughs> One, <Yeah>. two. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know how I did it, but I just scooped the thing. I put my spoon under the thing and the weight, because I was leaning down with my right hand, so I'm, yeah. I'm holding the thing in my left hand, the weight on my... it tipped the whole fucking thing almost. <laughs> sorry i'm swearing but it's like it tipped the whole thing all over this oh, woman no. oh brian it do you know what she said what? she went oh my god she's shaking that's what she said that's what she said <laughs> <I'm surprised. laughs> because i dropped it and i yeah. just stood there and shook i just yeah. stood there and shook and i just Oh my God, it just brings back so much anxiety. <laughs> and I said, I was, and she just, she was beautifully dressed and now she's covered in all this peas, butter. Peas and butter. Peas and butter all over her dress. And everyone was looking at me and the other waiters, and I could just see the guy, the head of the our team. And he was like looking at me as if like, get back here now. And I just scooped up the bowl and I was so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. I'll be right back. And I scooped up the bowl and the knife and fork, the spoon and the fork. I ran into the kitchen and the guy goes, what the hell? What are you? And I said, I'm so sorry. He would take another plate out and you send someone out with you to clear it up. Do you know what I did, Brian? I went, yep, I will. <laughs> Do you know what I did? Of course. <laughs> I, I went, know you did. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into the changing room at the back where we'd got changed into our blacks, you know, into yeah. our black shirt and thing, where my bag was hanging up. I went to my peg, I got my bag and I fled the building. I just ran. <laughs> back to I ran away. Yeah. I just ran away. I just thought I cannot face. So that is my confession because that woman, I don't know how long she sat there with those peas <laughs> and her butter in her dress. Oh, um, yeah, I just thought. I don't know. And they kept ringing me. The agency kept ringing me and I wouldn't answer the phone. And eventually they just gave up trying. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, like I say, to that poor woman who was just came to meet a president or prime I rem minister. I, re I remember you telling me and I just oh. thought, I cannot believe you ran out. I did. Yeah, I would have run out, but it's I just, I can't believe that you actually did I it. I fled. And all I could think was, it was the, I've never felt so free and, and I know, carefree. But I, I was going to say, how did it feel when you were running out? Oh, I just, just run thought, it. Well, yes. I thought they were going to chase me. For oh, some really? reason, I, I thought they were going to come and chase me yeah. i know as if anyone's going to do that yeah but yeah i just ran i was just like it was such a good feeling running across that bridge in london laughing, <laughs> laughing to yourself inside weren't you yeah served them right so there you go i hope yeah. you enjoyed those confessions and we would love for you just like i say just to send some confessions that would be such good fun yeah no, it's great because it's, it, cause it's just stories. a bit of fun isn't it like you know and that's what i love about confessions and stuff like that you know it's just people have got so many little hidden secrets that they yeah. just like just let us know. Yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for listening today. It's been quite a long show today. I told you you'd enjoy it and I've enjoyed it so much speaking to you. 
Thank you so much for being here and for all your lovely emails and your comments and everything else that you support us and shower us with love. You don't know how much we appreciate you. You are flipping brilliant. So until next week, I will say goodbye. Yeah, and always kia kaha, stay strong, and kia u, stay true, and that's true to yourself. And get those confessions out, and let's see how true they are. <laughs> okay, speak to you soon. See you now. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have loved having you. Don't forget, if you would like that exclusive unreleased video of me reading to you the very first chapter of my yet to be released book, this is top secret, it's very exclusive, and it's just for my subscribers. You can sign up to my front row newsletter by going to www itsadrama.com slash front row sign up for that I will send you the video you are going to laugh your head off you're going to love it and I'll speak to you soon bye